This is a special message from Connection Community Church for this Ash Wednesday, February 22nd, 2012. Well, good evening. We're so glad that you made a decision to come tonight. There's so many other things that you could have chosen to do. But you chose to come here and reflect on the journey that we begin tonight. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Tonight is our Ash Wednesday service. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved. Wow. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, how, how good it is to come into this place of worship tonight on a Wednesday night that we didn't have to wait until Sunday again. That we could come and worship you, but right now, more important than that is to put in perspective who we are and who you are. God, open us up and guide us along our journey. We thank you for that. May we hear your word and your claim and your call on each one of our lives clearly tonight and in the weeks ahead as we journey toward the cross, as we experience the resurrection of your son, Jesus. We give this time to you in Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit and everyone here said, Amen. Amen. And so tonight um, we begin a season in the church known as Lent, L-E-N-T. That word Lent comes from an an old English term, Lenten, which uh, was the word for spring. Say, what's that have to do with tonight? Well, Lenten means to lengthen, and that's when the days get longer in the springtime. Lent is the 40-day period from now, from Ash Wednesday, until Easter, you go, wait a minute, if you look at a calendar, that's like 47 days or something. It's because they don't count Sundays. Because Sundays are always considered celebration days. They're like mini Easter's when we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. So it's from now until Easter, not counting Sundays. It's a time that's not mentioned in the Bible. You can go cover to cover and you're not going to find the term Lent in any scripture. It was um, something that the church um, invented. Invented it because it was important to have a time of preparation, a time of of looking forward and preparing for Jesus' crucifixion, his death and resurrection on Easter morning. It's It's a time for us to get in touch or back in touch with God. A time to draw closer to our Creator through things like meditation, through prayer, through fasting. Fasting is a practice of giving something up in order to better focus on God through prayer. Giving something up in order to focus on God through prayer. So usually this time of year, and especially today, we might hear, so what have you given up for Lent? What have you given up for Lent? Well, for many, it's something that we may eat or we may drink or perhaps a meal or fasting for a whole day. Some might fast for several days at a time. 
But it's not about reasons why I might say I'm going to give up eating every Wednesday, which is like, you know, to shed the pounds. That is the wrong reason during this time because it's all about Jesus. It's all about focusing on Christ. But for some, and I've been very guilty of this, it's giving up a particular food or a drink or ice cream or chocolate. There's a wonderful spiritual director. Her name is Ruth Haley Barton, and she shares this in her blog. She says, or she writes, unfortunately, the practice of entering entering into the Lenten season has often been reduced to the question, what are you giving up for Lent? (laughs) It's a fine question, but it only takes us so far. The, The real question of the Lenten season is, how will I repent and return to God with all my heart? And this begs an even deeper question. Where in my life have I gotten away from God And what are the disciplines, the spiritual disciplines, that will enable me to find my way back? So I just want us to pause for a minute and maybe be quiet and look at those questions. How will I repent and return to God with all my heart and where in my life? This is is big stuff. This is heavy stuff. So I'm just going to push the pause button for just a minute right now and talk to God about that. Meditate on that. Finding our way. Finding our way back to God. That's what we're going to be doing over the next several weeks. Together we'll be on a journey, and we're calling that journey the journey of hope. As we travel with Jesus in his last days. As we try to wrap our minds around that journey. As we head with Christ toward Jerusalem, his final earthly destination. And as we travel with Jesus to the cross, we we know that we're going to encounter many challenges, lots of challenges, challenges that we still encounter even today, 2,000 years later. And yet, and yet, we also know that as we join him, we find hope in the midst of all of the challenges. And as we travel with Jesus, we must constantly reflect upon a question that might be like this. How might my life journey be different if I truly let Jesus be in the driver's seat? What will I have to do to adjust my carefully laid plans so that they 
are on the same journey as Jesus' plans for my life. And what will I learn about myself as I walk this journey with Christ? Connection Church, tonight we begin the journey. And we begin as we read from Mark, the 8th chapter, 31 through 37. This is from the message. He, Jesus, then began explaining things to them, the disciples. It is necessary that the Son of Man proceed to an ordeal of suffering, be tried and found guilty by the elders, high priests, and religion scholars, be killed, and after three days rise up alive. He said this simply and clearly so they couldn't miss it. (laughs) But Peter grabbed him in protest. Turning and seeing his disciples wavering, wondering what to believe, Jesus confronted Peter. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works. Calling the crowd to join, (laughs) excuse me, to join his disciples, he said, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, trying to save yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get rid of everything you want and love you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? And so, um, if we're going to take this journey to the cross, we need to realize that we aren't in charge. Jesus says, we need to realize it's about about self-sacrifice, not about self-help. And as we take this journey, we need to ask ourselves, what is it that I've been trading my soul for? As we begin this journey, this season of Lent, tonight is a night of reflection. And basically, there are two things that we, we want to reflect on tonight. The first is this. It's our need for repentance. Our need for re- repentance. Our need to humble ourselves before the Most High God. Our need to realize who we are and who God is, to admit that we haven't done what we should, what we could. We fall short so much of the time to humble ourselves. It's a time of not asking, not only asking for forgiveness, but of true repentance. So what does repentance mean? Well, to repent means to literally take a new direction. Like we can say, oh, I'm sorry. But if we don't change it, it's just, I'm sorry. Two words. I am sorry. Three words, sort of. Okay, so if we repent, though, when we say, I'm sorry, 
we really try to do it differently the next time, to make a change, to turn from whatever it is that we continue to do. It's a new direction to try to do things differently the next time around or in the future. The other purpose of tonight is to reflect on our mortality. Something we don't like to think about a lot. Sometimes we think about it at funerals, but we often don't try to think about that. But it's important time to remind ourselves that we are not on this earth forever. That at some time, some point in time, we will breathe our last. And we use ashes as a reminder, as a symbol of these two things. To remind us of our mortality, as we read in Genesis 3.19, from dust you are and to dust you will return. And in terms of repentance, repeat, re, re, we read in Scripture how people often dressed in sackcloth, kind of a burlap material, and they would either sit or lie in ashes. It was a, a, a sign, a symbol they used of humbling themselves. Well, we're not going to sit or lie and roll around in ashes tonight. We're not going quite that far. But we will use them as a symbol. We call today Ash Wednesday because we use the ashes. And, and even though it is not a holy day that is mentioned in Scripture, we do see ashes used, used both in the Old and New Testament as a symbol for repentance and mourning. Well, since we are making this journey with Jesus, we'll be traveling by foot, not by car. And as such, we'll be taking a backpack, not a suitcase. And this backpack we'll be using during the journey. Each week, each week, we will pull something out of this backpack. Not everybody can see it. I'm going to move it. Each week, we'll be pulling something out of this backpack that symbolizes the journey that we're on. A journey of hope a journey that takes us to the cross so that we can indeed experience the resurrection. And so tonight, the first thing we pull out of our backpack are the ashes. Ashes. These, these ashes come from burning the palm branches, the palm leaves that were left over from last year's Palm Sunday celebration here. If you remember, Palm Sunday is the day when Jesus rides triumphant into Jerusalem with his disciples, welcomed by the crowds, a hero's welcome as they lay down their cloaks, as they lay down palm branches in his path, a, a symbol of a, a hero's welcome, kingship perhaps. They pay homage to him as they treat him like a king. And by the end of that week, he's arrested, beaten, 
hung on a cross to die and buried. The use of the palms for our ashes tonight is very symbolic as we look ahead to that last week in Jesus' life. So, in Scripture, we read where they sat in sackcloth, burlap, and ashes. As Alan said, we're, we're not going to do that tonight together. Instead, we're going to make a mark of the cross on you with them. Now, oftentimes, a mark of the cross is, is placed on your forehead, a symbol of of our mortality, a symbol that we are people who need to repent. Tonight, we want to give you two options. One would be to have the symbol of the cross placed on your forehead, or the other, a symbol of the cross to be placed in the palm of your hand. The reason why we're, we're adding this palm of your hand place is that it's very symbolic. When we walk with Jesus, when we're on this journey, we might get our hands dirty along the way. Yeah, get our hands dirty. You know, traveling with Jesus is not always so easy. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's full of challenge and adventure, but it's not squeaky clean, you know, things aren't perfect. He is, we're not. And so ashes on your hand would symbolize some of the challenges that you might find along the road. So in a few moments, when you have the opportunity to come forward, if you reach out your hands, we'll put it on your hand. If you, you know, Lean like that, we'll put it on your forehead. Whatever is meaningful for you. And so we're at that point now. We're at the point to use these ashes as a symbol, as a call to repent and believe in the gospel. As a call to remember that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. And we have some time built in here to, to take our time with this, to spend time on the steps, to spend time in your seats reflecting on what this journey might be like for you and how you want to connect with Christ. You can go back in the prayer corner. Dave is back there, and Bruce and Lisa, and there's lots of prayer warriors all around. People would be happy to pray with you. Just don't rush this. Take some time and listen. Listen to God. And then after a time, we will close with prayer and then some worship. Would you pray with me now, please? Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and our penitence, 
so that we may remember that only by your gracious gift of grace we are given everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers. Thank you.